You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. 
Welcome to another episode of the Music from the Goddesses Vault podcast. I am your host, Midnight Star. You just heard the Goddess and God chant by Jana Runnels. Today's show is all about the deity within us. First, have you checked out the new blog? It's dreamsounder.worksite.com forward slash goddess vault. Go ahead and let me know what you think of it and the show. And you can even listen to this podcast on the website. For all you loyal listeners out there, please share this podcast via YouTube, Twitter, Amino, Facebook, dreamsounder.wixsite.com forward slash goddessvault, SoundCloud, or wherever you can to everyone you know. I'm still looking for new show topics, spirit guides, and dream symbols to talk about. If you have a suggestion, you can contact me through the Facebook page, through YouTube, the blog, and on Twitter. I'm open to announcing some events that are happening online. If you have or know of a pagan event happening online, please let me know. Now for the topic, the deity within us. There was a pagan article a few months ago that I am trying to find, asking if the deities that are within us really do care about what is going on in our lives. This is a really good question to ask. That is what I want to explore on the show today. But before all this, I'm going to play for you a song which reminded me when I first moved provinces a couple of years ago. They played this same song, but with one lyrical change which confused me. This is Lucidian's version of the God-Goddess chant. We all come from the goddess, and to her we shall return like a drop of rain, flowing to the ocean. We all come from the goddess, and to her we shall return like a drop of rain. Flowing to the ocean, we all come from the goddess, and to her we shall return like a drop of rain. Flowing to the 
So you have found your god or goddess or pantheon to work with, and you have done some magic and rituals where they were a part of you. You were also taught that we were all born with the image of the god or goddess, and that each of us has an inner god or goddess. But do you feel that the one that you have inside of you is the right one for you? That was a question that was posed in the article, Selling the Inner Goddess, a Polytheistic Pagan Opinion by Astria. In this article, she mentions that she doesn't see herself as a goddess, nor does she have a goddess that lives within her. She believes that gods are gods and that we are only human. And the whole idea of the inner goddess is to sell products in the mass media. The author also mentioned the book Fifty Shades of Grey, which did talk about the inner goddess. I tried to read that book myself, but I couldn't get past the badly written prose. I have never finished it at all. To me, that book and the Twilight series were mostly written for the internet. They have not been heavily edited before going to print. But that is my opinion. I'm sure that there are those of you out there who love both series of books. And also in the article, Astria only mentions the goddess Aphrodite. By the way, I've also included two other articles that refute what Astria says in the blog and on the show notes. 
as to what I think about this article, I do agree with the author on some of the points. Yes, Aphrodite is the goddess that all advertisers want us women to be. That is advertising. In the ad world, they do a lot of psychological testing as to what people feel about a certain product or service before they sell it. For example, what they feel about certain cars. There are tons of books on the psychology of selling out there. Advertisers do sell to our basic needs, and one of them is to feel attractive. I know this from doing a lot of radio ad writing from my last job. But there is more than one goddess in this whole wide world, and not all of us women want to be Aphrodite. Some of us want to be Artemis, Isis, the Morrigan, or Hecate, for example. The idea of the inner goddess has been around way before Fifty Shades of Grey. To me, the inner goddess is more about having the power of high self-esteem than it is about looks. I don't think that some real men care much about looks, but they think that high self-esteem in a woman is very sexy. We all know that looks fade with age. It's more about the wisdom a man and a woman bring to the table that has power. What do you all think? In the next segment, I'm going to talk about another aspect of how we might have trouble relating to our pantheons or deities, and that is language. First, here's a tune by Nathasia called Pagan Goddess.
spirit guide of the week. I'm going back to the animal kingdom to talk about the ladybug. If ladybug has come into your life as your totem animal, it symbolizes good luck, fortune, happiness, true love, past lives, spiritual enlightenment, and positivity. Otherwise, it's better to make a wish right now because it will be granted later. Better yet, Ladybug is saying that you have the natural flow of abundance, which means that you don't have to worry about where your next meal is coming from. Spirit Animal Ladybug is telling you to release your anxiety and fears and return to feeling happy and trustful. The way that you can do that is to find time to meditate in silence and solitude. If your power animal is the ladybug, it is saying that something that you thought that you have lost will come back to you in no time. Totem Animal Ladybug is also telling you that you need to shield and protect yourself from others who are pestering you, being irritated, or have annoying behaviors that you don't like. Best of all, if your spirit animal is the ladybug, that means that you are a family-oriented person with traditional values and morals. That is it for now. Stay tuned for another Spirit Guide of the Week.
That was Ladybug Pas de Deux by Rosin Coven. Let's just say that you have chosen your gods and goddesses from the Greek pantheon, but you don't speak Greek. Or if you're like me and chose deities that are in your own ancestral backgrounds pantheon, but you would rather speak English to them rather than your native tongue. There is another article on the web by Babersaab called What Language Do the Gods and Ancestors Speak? In it, he does talk about his experience speaking Arabic. I've also noticed another issue when it comes to speaking the language of deities is cultural appropriation. I mean, for example, if you're a white person and you connect with a spirit or an ancestor who is Native American, you have to respect their culture and heritage. By the way, I did talk about cultural appropriation in a previous show. I'll put that one in the show notes as well. Like some of you, I'm an eclectic pagan. I do let whatever god, goddess, ancestor, or other spirit guides come to me when they wish. Among those are some Hungarian deities and ancestors. However, when I talk to them, I speak to them only in English and not Hungarian. As you know, I was born and still live in Canada. I have no Hungarian education. Everything I was taught was in English. All I know is how to speak a little bit and not read and write in my parents' native tongue. But it's all up to you, the practitioner, if you want to speak the same language of your gods and goddesses or not. Here's a song from Garden of Delight called Ancient Gods. Samarian remains 
symbol to interpret. Today's dream symbol is fingers. To see your own fingers in your dreams means mental and physical dexterity. If you had a dream where you were crossing your fingers, it represents success, luck, optimism, and hope. To see your own thumb in your dreams, it's telling you that you need to get a grip on things going on in your life. If you had a dream where you see your own index finger, it represents the number one. 
to dream of your own middle finger indicates caution, responsibility, hard work, prudence, practicality, an insult, or a phallus. To dream about your ring finger means popularity, creativity, and success. To dream about your own pinky or little finger, it represents intellect, mental power, memory, and power of communication. If you had a dream where your fingers have been chopped off or injured, that represents your anxieties about finishing a demanding task. If you had a dream where all of a sudden all your fingers fall off, then it means that you are letting a situation dictate you and how you behave. And if you had a dream where you see a finger pointing at you, represents guilt and self-blame. That is it for this week's dream symbol. If you want a dream for me to interpret and maybe have a dream symbol featured, the contact information will be mentioned at the end of the show. So keep dreaming. Magic brought us to each other. Magic bound us in our hearts. From that magic I God has blessed Mary Part. Mary Part, go in beauty. Mary Part, go in peace. Mary Part, with compassion, from our vows we release. The threads of our life stories we braided at the start. We Here's another story from folk texts. This one is from Germany titled Summer and Winter Garden. A merchant was planning to go to a fair, so he asked his three daughters what he should bring back for them. The oldest one said, a beautiful dress. The second, a pair of pretty shoes. The third, a rose. To find a rose would be difficult, for it was in the middle of winter. But because the youngest daughter was the most beautiful, and because she took great pleasure in flowers, the father said that he would do his best to find her one. The merchant was now on his homeward trip. He had a splendid dress for the oldest daughter, a pair of beautiful shoes for the second one, but he had not been able to get a rose for the third one. Whenever he had entered a garden looking for roses, the people just laughed at him, asking him if he believed that roses grew in the snow. 
He was very sad about this, and as he was thinking about what he might bring his dearest daughter, he came to a castle. It had an adjoining garden where it was half summer and half winter. On the one side, the most beautiful flowers were blossoming, large and small. On the others, everything was bare and covered with deep snow. The man climbed from his horse. He was overjoyed to see an entire hedge full of roses on the summer side. He approached it, picked one of them, and then rode off. He had already ridden some distance when he heard something running and panting behind him. Turning around, he saw a large black beast that called out, Give me back my rose or I'll kill you! Give me back my rose or I'll kill you! The man said, Please let me have the rose. I'm supposed to bring one home for my daughter, the most beautiful daughter in the world. For all I care, but then give me your beautiful daughter for a wife. In order to get rid of the beast, the man said yes, thinking that he would not come to claim her. However, the beast shouted back to him, In eight days I will come and get my bride. So the merchant brought each daughter what she had wanted, and each one was delighted, especially the youngest with her rose. Eight days later, the three sisters were sitting together at a table when something came stepping heavily up on the stairs to the door. Open up, open up, it shouted. They opened the door and were terrified when a large black beast stepped inside. Because my bride did not come to me and the time is up, I will fetch her myself. With that, he went to the youngest daughter and grabbed hold of her. She began to scream, but it did not help. She had to go away with him, and when the father came home, his dearest child had been taken away. The black beast carried the beautiful maiden to his castle, where everything was beautiful and wonderful. Musicians were playing there, and below there was the garden, half summer and half winter, and the beast did everything to make her happy, fulfilling even her unspoken desires. They are together and she had scooped up his food for him, for otherwise he would not have eaten. She was dear to the beast, and finally she grew very fond of him. One day she said to him, I am afraid and I don't know why. It seems to me that my father or one of my sisters is sick. Couldn't I see them just once? So the beast led her to a mirror and said, Look inside. She looked into the mirror and it was as though she were at home. She saw her living room and her father. He really was sick from a broken heart because he held himself guilty for his dearest child had been taken away by a wild beast and surely had been eaten up. If he could only know how well off she was, then he would not be so sad. She also saw her two sisters sitting on the bedside and crying. Her heart was heavy because of all of this, and she asked the beast to allow her to go home for a few days. The beast refused for a long time, but she grieved so much that he finally had pity on her and said, Go to your father, but promise me that you will be back here in eight days. She promised, and as she was leaving, he called out again, Do not stay longer than eight days. When she arrived home, her father was overjoyed to see her once again, but sickness and grief had already eaten away at his heart, so much that he could not regain his health, and within a few days, he died. Because of her sadness, she could not think of nothing else. Her father was buried, and she went to the funeral. The sisters cried together and consoled one another, and when her thoughts finally turned to her dear beast, the eight days were long past. She became frightened, and it seemed to her that he too was sick. 
she set forth immediately and returned to his castle. When she arrived there, everything was still and sad inside. The musicians were not playing. Black clothes hung everywhere. The garden was entirely winter and covered with snow. She looked for the beast, but he was not there. She looked everywhere, but could not find him. Then she was doubly sad and did not know how to console herself. She sadly went to the garden where she saw a pile of cabbage heads. They were old and rotten, and she pushed them aside. After turning over a few of them, she saw her dear beast. He was lying beneath them and was dead. She quickly fetched some water and poured it over him without stopping. Then he jumped up and instantly transformed into a handsome prince. They got married, and the musicians began to play again, and the summer side of the garden appeared in its splendor, and the black clothes were all ripped down, and together they lived happily ever after. That was Home as a Garden by Brian Henke. Before that, you heard Crow Women with the hand parting song. Before I go, I do have something new to announce. I teamed up with What For Apparel to create a music from the Goddesses Vault store. There is a link to it on the website, blog, and the show notes. 
It's just my podcast logo on some of their products like t-shirts, masks, bags, and more. I'm hoping to connect with NAV listeners who have things to sell too. However, I've asked that question to What For Apparel and I haven't gotten back, but I will keep you posted. Oh, by the way, I added another Instagram account. I already have a Goddess Vault Instagram account. Now I have Goddess Vault Store. If you're interested in seeing the products before buying them, you can connect with me there too. If you want to go directly to the link itself, it's goddessvault.whatforapparel.com. Check it out and tell me what you think of it. I do appreciate some constructive criticism in terms of how to make the website better. If there's a color or a particular t-shirt that you want that I don't have, or it needs more witchy items, or something like that. Besides, to me, no comments means the site is good and it doesn't need any improvements. I've also put the store on the music from the Goddesses Vault Facebook page. I believe the tab is either on the top or the left side of the page. Please let me know if I am wrong. I'm only featuring a few items there at the moment. More will be added. Other than that, if you have a suggestion for a song, show topic, spirit guide, or dream symbol, or just want to like, share, or comment, you can do so on dreamsounder.wixsite.com forward slash goddess vault through the music from the Goddesses Vault Facebook page, through YouTube, or you can tweet me at Goddess Vault. I'm going to leave you with one of my all-time favorite pagan songs, Kellyanna with I Walk with the Goddess. Blessed be and be safe.
what does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere. Visit highland.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.